0: you. I wonder why people do stop and stare and smile at us. When I'm with you, the sun shines my way. Baby, our love reflects its rays of light. On everyone in the world, when I'm with you, it's for real, (laughs) (laughs) what I feel,
1: when I'm with you. You've been knowing all the verses, (laughs) (laughs) I don't ever catch it to the hook. Most of the time I'll be like, what's happening? I don't know. Your face too be so gold. I'm trying to figure out like what's happening exactly. I don't catch it until you get to the hook. (laughs) That's fine.
0: I accept my strengths and my weaknesses.
1: Praise the Lord, nigga. (laughs) You got a song on your heart tonight, honey. What's happening, sis? Not much, man. How are you doing? Living
0: large, um, tired, exhausted, and here and here and accounted for and ready. How was your week?
1: Uh, It was cool. Busy. Very, very busy. You know, um, Holy Week is a very strenuous week for the body of Christ, but it's not as strenuous as it was for Christ himself. So I will not complain. I will say that I have been very, very busy and involved in things for the last seven days, but I would do it again. Why? Because Jesus did it all for me. So yes, my feet hurt. <laughs> um, I'm sure. Because listen, these 35 year old feet just don't last in pumps as long, as long as they used to. Um, and I was in pumps quite a bit. I was standing tall for Jesus all week and all weekend and today I wore Uggs because my feet hurt.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Chancletas. Man. I'm not mad at it. Um, it was a week of work. It was a week of work and getting ready for, for all of these events coming up. Um,
1: we sold out. Oh, man. I can't believe it. I have literally been on the edge of vomiting all day long. <laughs> I don't know what's happening i'm just i don't thinking, either it's gonna be a I whole don't know lot when. of people convened at the arc theater uh and just uh, in just i mean in less than 10 days now or almost 10 days less now 10. well yes. let's see tomorrow will be the yeah in 10 days uh <laughs> <laughs> so um i know that you all will be there and i'm really excited to see you and meet you i'm nervous though because i feel like you know, it's easy for me to engage Jade because we talk all the time. So I feel like I can talk and keep her attention for, you know, hours and hours. But it's going to be a lot of people in there Um, just trying to think of ways to keep you all engaged and, and, and invested and like not feeling like you wasted your money by coming to see us. <laughs> it's just a, it's a little bit of pressure, but I'm sure we'll figure it out. We're going to have a good time. Mm-hmm. We're going uh, to about...
0: have a funky good time.
1: Yeah, man. We're going to have lots of friends and loved ones coming to share and, and support us. And I, I'm i jazzed. I'm, I'm a little nervous because I don't feel like I'm skinny enough. I want it to be. I wanted to be skinny for the show. And, and I don't know what I'm going to wear, but we're going to be we're going to be OK. Yeah,
0: I don't I have no clue, but I
1: have no idea what fine. I'm going to wear. None. None whatsoever.
0: I toned anything? I haven't toned a single, <laughs> single cell. Like, but it's cool. It yeah. is what it is. And we're gonna and be there. Just get all this body.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Thank you guys so much for all. Oh my gosh The love, yes. everyone sending their congratulations and well wishes and thoughts and prayers. We are excited. We're gonna bust at the Ark Theater in Southeast DC. Wide open on April thirteenth. Doors open at seven. If you don't got your ticket, I am very sorry. Because we are well, sold out, we are sold out, but we're not super
0: sorry just yet. True, because we have a couple of tickets to give away. Um, we are looking for the first person to email us. Yeah, I know the email address. Use it, gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. Yep, send us the date the very first episode dropped, and you will win
1: a ticket to the live show. So if you, yeah, this is, this is your, this is your late pass. This, if you missed the bus because all the tickets are gone now and you missed the bus and you want to come to the show, you can, this is your last chance while supplies last. Last chance, <laughs> last
0: chance
1: for love. All right, Donna Summers.
0: So, yeah, make sure you do that. And listen, okay, please don't send the email if you're not going to come. If you live in Colorado <laughs> and you don't have a ticket to Washington, D.C., don't email us for the ticket. Please leave it for people who really, really want to attend and were not able to get it. So we are looking forward to hearing from you guys, and we're super looking forward to seeing you all in the building. Y'all didn't have us out here, so now we got to deliver. We're going
1: to deliver. We're going to do it. Um, Yeah, man. Uh, other than that, anything else going on in your life, sis, that we should be aware of? A, 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 a breast, <laughs> make a breast, make a surprise.
0: No, I, I no. It's just busy season. It's work season. I'll see you all in D.C. I'll see you all in L.A. I'll see everybody who came who uh, bought tickets for the dopest dinner party. Details will be super will be announced soon. And I'm just looking forward to doing all of this work. It's
1: exciting. Very, 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 very exciting. And we're going to get into the show because we got a uh, long way to go and a short time to get there, so let's get it going. Right. Since so you want to head on into the trash? I'm sure there's plenty. Let's of it. Let's take out some funk. All right, then. When the funk, hey, it's the gonna bang. be like, mm, it's gonna smell like chicken. No, my brother used to say something: <laughs> it's gonna smell, um, um, biscuits, grits, biscuits and ham. Ma'am.
0: <laughs> Come on with me Mm-mm-mm.
1: Smell with oh, me man. We gon' dance till we sweat Gon' get all stanky hey. and wet Well, all right hey. Mm-hmm. Hey. All right mm-hmm. Dancing to the music use music The C Party hey. Show was a great show It was a good show I, <laughs> like, I- did I tell you, I told you that the, uh, we were in the car, we were coming back from Manhattanville <laughs> and Secret Lovers came on. Y'all remember when the Secret Lovers, Steve, Mr. Hightower, and Piggy was supposed to sing Secret Lovers at the talent show. And Piggy got cold feet. She got stage fright in the middle of the song. Or like right in the, right in the beginning. Like, you know, cause, uh, Steve started out, she was supposed to come in. Here we are. Right? So she got, she got cold feet and Cedric Cedric came from backstage and sung her part right (laughs) then, and they were singing Secret Lovers and when they realized it was two men singing it to each other they was like Secret Lovers oh no we not (laughs) I just remember watching that and
0: screaming (laughs) I don't know why I I told you in the car Oh yes. I was on the escalator the day with Cedric the Entertainer. He was he was like, uh, like below me and I didn't even realize it until I was almost to the bottom. And I was like, Cedric. Like I couldn't, it was just it just kind of came out. He turned around and I was like, oh shit, I don't have anything to say. And I was like, Shaka Shabli. <laughs> <'cause>
1: I- <laughs> oh God. Isn't that hey, what they used to drink? We get in the Vita. That's what they drank, yes. Shaka shabu. Shaka
0: shabu. And
1: I immediately
0: was like, why the fuck did I just say that? And then he cracked up laughing and everything was all right. He was so pleasant. He's really a nice guy.
1: I met him. I told you about the time I met him when I went to his show (laughs) and I came in late and he like called me out. (laughs) Yes. Oh, tell god. the people what happened I remember who I was with I was with some friends we were out of town I think we are in Boston I think I was visiting my friend neil I don't know was it I am so confused because like, I'm so old I can't remember the details but I was visiting somebody and we went to go see uh, Cedric the Entertainer Show and like I came in we came in late and then we like walked in he was like I know you don't think you're tall ass I'm gonna come in here and me I was like oh god <laughs> help me Jesus oh Oh my heavens. like, I know you didn't think you just going to walk your tall self. Think you, don't, you, because I was like trying to tip in, like, because we were late. And he was like, yeah. oh, we can see you, sis. you no like like one." i I'm like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. You were the wrong one. Like, that oh, God. Oh, God. oh, my God. But he was so nice. He was so nice. I love him.
0: He's so nice. So anyway, why, uh, let's finally get to the trash. <clears throat> um, first and foremost, we want to give our respects to the families of oh, the Mandelas, to the family yes. of the Mandela. Eighty-one uh, passed right? away. Eighty-one, and stunning away. So, and still slaying these hoes. I love. Listen, oh my gosh. Gorgeous. I mean, that fits that I would wear yes. now. And a beautiful person all around. And we know that she's endured so much. And so we wanted to first shout out. Rest in Bella. peace,
1: man. All the love and respect. Yeah.
0: And then um Mac announced that they are releasing their Aaliyah collection, which we know has been uh in conversation yeah, saw for a little that. while. And it's officially happening. So it is the Mac Aaliyah collection coming out soon. I'm not sure which date it drops, uh, but... Yeah, for, so for all you makeup girls who are interested in that... I feel like Drake happening. is going
1: to be front front row, center in the line at the MAC.
0: Front <laughs> row and center. He needs concealer to cover the bags oh, under yes. his eyes for all of the hours in the studio that he has spent. I was like, look at him trying to be on his
1: Beyonce and post these hinty posts.
0: Drake's ready to contour that beard
1: for, for Jesus. So... In real life trash, Black China so, fought somebody okay. on Easter. And she fought somebody on Easter in a, in a onesie. Okay. With her child's toy car. So I was trying to figure out, I, I asked the people, because I saw it on my timeline earlier this morning. And of course I didn't have any context. And... Um, of course. So I was like, why? I, I believe I asked, asked Twitter. I said... Who did Black China fight, and why? And and the only information I was able to get was that they were at an amusement park, and apparently someone tried to touch Dream. But I'm trying to figure out, like, how, like, touch them, like, oh, that's a cute little girl, let me pinch her cheeks, or like touch her inappropriately, or just touch her period, like. But she
0: probably like she's so cute, which I'm gonna say, like, I don't ever really err on the side (laughs) of Black (laughs) China. Not nah, lie, I I was on the Black China train for two seconds when I thought she was winning. But anyway, uh, um, I nah, I generally don't air on the side of Black China. However, if somebody touches my child and I don't know you, like you got to move around with all of it that. is. It is it
1: is. Um, simple. people do take liberties, and, and it's very odd and strange. Like I've never reached out to touch anyone's child yeah. without permission. Like a total stranger, baby, I've never ever seen before. Yeah, no. Nah. Mm-mm. So I, I guess I would understand her being upset, but I don't, I don't know. And I'm not a mom, but I would hope that it would be more. I will not say I would hope, but like, there's got to be more to the story than someone just saying, Oh, what a precious baby and reaching for her to be tearing things up the way that she was in the video. Like,
0: yeah. Like I don't. Okay. So for one, I don't. I. I'm, I well, don't want. Maybe wanna, not. I don't want. Well, maybe fight. she was just tired. I don't know. I don't, don't want to be fighting in front of my child. Like I just don't really want. Like I understand. Because that's but, what I was saying.
1: I was like, well, where was the baby? Because I mean, <laughs> cl-
0: clearly not in the car. <laughs> I'm sorry.
1: <laughs> you are she
0: swung that. Down.
1: <laughs> and I was trying to figure out what she was trying to do with it, all those people, and it, and why were there so many people that were around her to stop her? I'm like, well, who are all these people? Who are right. all of these people? Like, why are you like, letting her throw this people? I, I just needed really, more really. information. I need someone to come forward. And I saw her little what? dress. Did she make a tweet? Was it a tweet or an Instagram post? And she was just like, I don't usually resort to violence. And I'm like, girl, uh, uh,
0: uh,
1: I don't know. <laughs> stripper hmm.
0: from Maryland or D.C. Like you you yeah, like but we've seen an unlimited amount of petty come from you i don't resorting to violence i don't like this is not a foreign concept and i told you all the old navy story
1: yes you have
0: Were right? you yes yes mm-hmm. and that lady she threatened my child so of course in that moment i you know like i lost all sense and sensibility but on a normal basis, um, I you know I just don't foresee myself really wilding out like that. Unless, but so I, I I'm gonna hope that her reaction was warranted. I don't know. I don't know the details of who the person was or whatever. Some little girl tried to hop up on the shade room and say it was her, and for if it was her, from the way she was talking, then I probably would have swung. Well, I missed that too, and, to, and what, number what, of other I'm things. Sad, <laughs> the girl was like. I don't know if she was lying though, because we live in an age where so many there are internet trolls and there are so many people who want attention, even if it's negative attention. So I don't know if this was the actual woman or not. But if it was, she got on the internet and said it was her and Black China is stupid. And, you know, she was like, you know, it's not even worth all of that, and blah, 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 blah. And just just petty <laughs> bird oh, no. talk. And <laughs> petty bird talk and like i said from what i read if somebody was talking to me like that if she came with that sense of entitlement i probably would have fought her too but i don't know i i don't i don't i don't I try not to act like that in front of my kid i'm not saying i've been perfect but I try not to So I'm going to hope That her reaction Was warranted That's all I got to say
1: About that I hope her body Is insured You're going to be Out there fighting Girl I Listen. hope you have All of those parts insured Everything that you bought The minute somebody Pops a titty It's over like, One of those One of those Butt cheeks concave What you going to do then sis? <laughs> What you going to do then She going to be walking around Like a person Who loses one high heel <laughs> Just out here Looking like a backwards Parenthesis or something <laughs> you got to be more careful, China. You got to be more careful. <laughs> you got to be careful. You have thing. You have other things you to worry to about, my lady. You <laughs> take a couple seconds. <laughs> you have things like actual. <laughs> part take a couple two. seconds and assess the situation. I'm saying, just think. Just think. <laughs>
0: I bought these. Somebody can rip these uh, earring cheeks out of my face. You know what I'm saying? Somebody like, can uh, pop quick, one of
1: my titties or my butt cheeks or my listen, calves, maybe. My hips. I don't know. <laughs> just, I mean, just a quick cost-benefit analysis is all
0: I'm saying. Nobody's shaming your the work that you've gotten done. We're just saying you might want to protect your
1: magic. Um we all told to protect our investments. That sound financial, uh, sound financial We're advice. We're just
0: trying to look out for you, Angela. Moving right along. Jay-Z started a scholarship fund along with oh, his Oh, Sean. Yeah. I'm so proud. Of him. Sean and Gloria Carter have started a oh, scholarship fund together to uh, support high school students and, and, and college students, even those who have been incarcerated, by giving them... Um, sums of money I think it's anywhere from fifteen to twenty five hundred dollars towards their education um and I know that fifteen to twenty five hundred dollars can cover at least a semester in community college so I applaud them for that if you can help out the masses then by all means use your power and your financials to do so um
1: if they need somebody to you know i'll I'll be happy to you want me to review some applications just call me I'll cook lunch so hit me. You know, whatever you need me to do, I'm willing to support this initiative. I, I stand by it, yeah, fully. I have my full endorsement.
0: Absolutely, i um, absolutely. I'll cook dinner. Noah can play with the Blue <laughs> and keep her company. They might even create like Watch the Throne too. So I'm. Oh, just look like,
1: at them! I see that actually happening. That can be. That makes sense. Um, totally. Hey, so we said it here first. Stacy Dash
0: has dropped out of. The congressional race.
1: I mean, we knew that was going to come, just like Wednesday comes after yes. Tuesday. I mean, that was, you can see that coming. I mean, I, that was we smelled literally because
0: it was actual garbage, actual basura.
1: I mean, because two plus two is always going to equal four. Every time. Stacey Dash in Congress is just never going to add up to anything.
0: <laughs> Please. Negative
1: 3.758. Just, just wrong. <laughs> Just does not compete. Error. Error. Just error. No. Error.
0: Error. E R R. No. So, so yeah, that's all we're gonna spend on that. But she's she's done. She finished. I hope she's found the nearest seat. I f- hope she's found the nearest garbage can. <laughs> oh Lord. Um, and then, <sighs> have you seen the video of Fabulous Wilding
1: out? So, I have not. And I think that um I heard about it. I think I cuz I went out um on Friday to celebrate uh, my friend Kia's birthday. Happy birthday, Kia. Hey, me yeah. and Tania, we we went out. Um and Tania asked me about it and I and I said and I said that I was going to, you know, do my Googles, but I just hadn't. So, I don't know all of the de- details, but I guess so I'm guessing that there's, like, footage of, of him being abusive? hmm
0: So I don't know what led up to it. I don't know any of the backstory. But uh, there is footage of him having uh, got escalated to a point where he's screaming and he's threatening that he is going to shoot. I think he said he's going to shoot her father.
1: Oh, my Lord.
0: And I want to say he said he would shoot her, but I don't remember, so don't quote me on that. Um but he is very, very pissed. Uh, she did hide or take one or two of his guns that were in the house because she feared for her safety. Um, and so that is what I'm reading potentially led up to it. But I'm sure that's not the entire cause. I'm not sure where the, what the altercation origin is. But there's footage of him uh, threatening, like physically threatening to shoot her father. I know at least her father. So... That's um that's super disheartening. It's never okay. Uh no matter It's disgusting. Yeah, like I don't care. I don't want to hear nothing. And this is where Ashy niggas come into effect because they love to be like, Well, what she do to get him so mad? No. It doesn't it it's not okay. It's not okay to be threatening to shoot the mother of your children or the grandfather of your children. You know, some like or anybody for that matter. Like it's it's just never okay for you to be acting.
1: Whose footage was it? Where were they? That
0: I don't know. They were at home. They were in their yard.
1: So somebody was watching them and recording.
0: Somebody recorded it. And it is on the internet. So I don't know what's gonna come of that, but it's not a great day for some for for some of our uh New York rappers between him and Jewel's um, Jewel? um Oh with the horse gumping through the airport.
1: Oh, nice. <laughs> I forgot about that.
0: Run, Joel, run! <laughs> that dumb nigga. I can't even, like, I can't even feel bad for him. What in your idiot box ass mind didn't make you check your luggage to make sure there wasn't an entire <coughs> handgun in there when you most know adults,
1: how. Sure- <laughs> right. Most, like, Fury said this at one of the live shows. I don't remember which one, but most adults, when you are traveling and on your way to the airport, as you're leaving, there's a checklist that you run through mentally. Do I have, do my I have keys? any weed in my bag? You know, do I have <laughs> my keys? Have I have I turned the lights off? Have I left any appliances on? Have I removed I any guns? <laughs> have I removed Tasers. any guns, drugs, alcohol, any Hep sort 3. of weapon, or like you just run through? If you know that you're going to be anywhere near TSA, you take stock. <laughs> of what is in your possession, like most Absolutely. adults, like most people, when they know they're going to the airport, you don't just like happenstance to the airport under most under most circumstances. You don't just like oh, I'm gonna stop by the airport, get on a plane. Like most of us know, you, you know, you have to plan these things in advance. So I mean, it's, it, it is inexcusable that people are still showing up to the airport with weapons.
0: And if your strain is that strong, man, listen. Where you can't even check to make sure that you don't have personables in your carry on bag that could get you uh, arrested and put in prison for the next three to five years. um And you have priors. Oh,
1: they make me tired.
0: Ooh, niggas be doing some dumb ass. Ooh, they just do some dumb stuff sometimes. But anyway, that's all we got for trash because I'm irritated at this point.
1: And I, I think that's enough. All right,
0: <laughs> let's move on to the shout out to our sisters. Okie, dokie. My sister's is popping right now. Like,
1: all right, y'all, it's time for shout out to my sis, and I got, I got a sis mm-hmm. I'm about to shout out. <laughs> um, <laughs> so this week shout out to my sis uh, is uh, my good friend Nicole Alexis. She is the owner and proprietor of Primp Beauty Studio in Washington, D.C. Um, it's, it's pronounced Primp, but it's spelled P-R-M-P. And it is a uniquely chic beauty studio whose mission is to provide an elevated beauty experience through a customized approach to primping. They offer, uh, it's a, it's a, um, studio. They offer, um, eyebrow services, um, precision eyebrow shaping. Uh, They specialize in full natural classic bra shapes that complement each individual. They also uh, offer a full waxing suite. You can get all of your unwanted hairs removed in a very luxurious setting. And there's also a a lash Mm -hmm. lounge where lash extensions are available. Classic, classic full set. And then, you know, all the relash and all that other stuff. Uh, I will leave all, uh, they also offer, um, brow tinting, lash tinting services. There's also a full makeup, um, studio, makeup offerings. They have a bridal, uh, program. So everybody be sure to check out Primp Beauty Studio. Um, it's in, located in, uh, Washington, D.C. I will leave the, um, website in the description box. Um, and I want you guys to support Nicole. Nicole started Primp. Um, I think it's almost two years ago now. And, you know, it's really grown into a thriving business. She's been featured on NBC Washington a couple of times, and she's uh, hosted countless successful events. And she's really, you know, grown her brand and her business in a way that I'm super proud of. Um, also, uh, she's recently been added to the Purpose Seekers Tour, which will be stopping in Washington, D.C. next Tuesday, April 10th. And the Purpose Seekers Tour is... Um, a tour that is, um, dedicated to helping black women specifically gain the steps that they need in order to, to set up their businesses for optimal success. Uh, the theme of the tour is the six figure setup. Um, and it's coming to a city near you. The tour consists of industry leaders, influencers, and entrepreneurs who endeavor to assist others with prospering in purpose. The purpose seekers tour six figure setup is presented, um, By Tiffany Gillespie, who is a strategist, event coordinator, and a business consultant. The inspiration for the tour was birthed from frustrations that Tiffany faced in developing a company and brand that yielded six figures annually. So the speakers on this tour will assist attendees in creating a blueprint for six-figure success in their career or business. At each stop, the speakers will share personal testimonies, real tips to success that work for them, and the actions that they took to create a profitable brand and more. So the tour is going to be in DC next week. After that, it's going to be in Baltimore on April 12th. Then they're going to Louisville, Kentucky, uh, Dallas, Texas, and Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. So I will leave um, the Purpose Seekers Tour information. Nicole will be one of the featured speakers at the tour next week. So please, 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 ladies, support Nicole, support Print Beauty Studio, support the Purpose Seekers Tour, and get your lives and be sure to tell everyone that Kia sent you. Yes. I'm really proud of you, Nikki. Keep shining, sis. Keep shining. I knew you were going to do that. Smiling. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
0: all things count on me.
1: Come on and change your key. I heard sure you.
0: That's
1: Take them down. Thank you, <laughs> Drunk cell. Okay. That's all for shout out to my sis.
0: Let's go on and sit at this kitchen table Ole
1: do it. This week's podcast is brought to you by Everly Well. Let's be real. Finding the time to get a lab test is almost impossible. Not to mention figuring out how much it'll cost you or what your results mean. But now it's easy to order the test you want at EverlyWell.com. Everly Well is an at-home health testing company that offers a variety of tests, From food sensitivity, which measures your sensitivity to 96 different foods that may be causing you discomfort, to testing your metabolism, to even doing an at-home STD test. Yep, you can test for STDs all from your own home. Each test is physician-reviewed, private, simple, and processed through a certified lab. All you have to do is head to everlywell.com, choose your test, and they'll be shipped directly to your doorstep. Once you collect your sample and send it back to Everlywell Certified Lab Partner, you'll get your doctor reviewed easy easy-to-read results online in just days. Everlywell is so convenient. No more sitting in waiting rooms, no more mystery bill, and no more waiting on your results. Head to everlywell.com and use promo code GROWN to take 15% off your first order. That's E-V-E-R-L-Y-W-E-L-L.com, promo code GROWN, for 15% off your first order. Take control of your health today with Everly Wells at-home health test. Your test on your time and on your terms. It's time for the kitchen table talk where we sit around the kitchen table and discuss all things adulting. You know what I didn't do? I did not welcome the people to the show formally, but now I guess it's too late. But you know that here on Getting Grown, we talk about all things adulting, right? Um, This week, we're going to continue. Actually, we're going to conclude our discussion of Tamara Winfrey Harris's book, The Sisters Are All Right. Um, we had to take a, a little break from the book last week cause we had our very, we had an awesome special guest, yes, Sonia Lewis of the, uh, the com, giving out major keys and awesome advice about getting our our financial lives together. And we did not plan um, so that, that episode
0: with, uh, we did not plan that with the friend zone. <laughs> it just, so it just worked out that way.
1: We was in a spirit. We, we was in a spirit. spirit.
0: The universe was speaking to you.
1: As friend, as friend and I, friend and I talked about that. We were just like alignment, a al- lot <laughs> things were just in alignment. That's all it is. That's all it is. That's what happens when you just, you know, you're tuned in, you're tuned in. <laughs> um, so yeah, this week we're going to conclude, uh, the March book club discussion. And I'm pretty sure we should probably just go ahead and announce it now that we've made an executive decision with hmm. regards to April's book. <laughs> um, I know we said that we were going to do the poll, but it was just, there was so much buzz around this book and then i happened to read the book and you know it completely snatched my wig back my wig is still hanging on the doorknob after reading this book we're going to be reading an american marriage by tayari jones cannot wait man you've got to get your life when i tell you i read this book in a day and a half Mm -hmm. that's just how in it i was um but we're going to read that and discuss that So ladies get in compliance. I promise you, this is a book that you're going to want to read. It is filled with all of the mess that keeps us glued to our televisions to watch that trash reality TV. But it's, it's, it's just in book form and it is, it is lit. You will not be, you will not be sorry. So head to your nearest bookstore or Kindle or iPad or however you read audiobook. It's all available there as well. So. Get on, and get wait. in compliant, reading American marriage. We're gonna have all kinds of good conversation about that book. Mm-hmm. Um, but yes, today we're gonna conclude our discussion of the Sisters All Right in the very same way that Tamara concluded the, the book with a very important discussion about black women's health. Um I know that my pages don't sync up because I read on the Kindle app on my iPad or my iPhone, whichever one I can get to, but there is a a quote on page one Oh three. It's it might not be page one Oh three in the book. I know it's on, it's on, it's like the second paragraph of chapter seven. So it's like the first. Okay. Awesome. So, um, it says many of the ills that plague black women are lifestyle diseases that may be prevented by self-care, but too often, the expectation that they live up to the strong black women myth means women fail to show compassion to themselves. Mm -hmm. Um, And I, I mean, that really punched me in the gut as Jade and I were talking about, you know, prior to recording this chapter hit home for the both of us, because we were able to see the ways and, uh, you know, this applied to our lives and our own families. So we wanted to have a conversation about the major themes in this chapter and some of the things that are going on um, just, you know, to contextualize some of the health issues that, you know, we face as, as a community um, and some of the, the proactive ways that we can um, take better care of ourselves to combat some of the um, things, you know, the health issues, the health conditions and, and things that have been plaguing us. So I found an article published on self.com. Um, in 2017 that outlined the eight health conditions that disproportionately affect black women. Um, so I'm going to read those really quickly and then we'll jump into uh, the book a bit more. So um, the first one um, is heart disease, stroke, and diabetes. So in 2016, 46 of every 100,000 black women died from strokes. Only 35 of every 100,000 white women died of strokes. And the same rate black women get diagnosed with diabetes at almost double the rate of white women. So there are tons of issues and, you know, public health concerns that may be contributing factors to these, this disparity. But, you know, all that aside, the bottom line is that the issue, um, the health, the conditions of heart disease, stroke, and diabetes affect our communities in ways that, that, um, it may not affect other communities. So, these are things that we need to have knowledge of so that we can pay more attention to how we take care of ourselves. Absolutely. Um, the second, uh, the second um, health condition that disproportionately affects Black women is breast cancer, followed by cervical cancer, uh, followed by fibroids, and then premature delivery. So those four, I thought was really interesting, those four are all connecting to our reproductive health. Um, and how it's important for us to pay attention to, uh, that, uh, because these are major concerns that, you know, are often go undiagnosed. And as a result, you know, they can get out of control before we have a chance to do something about it. What were you going to say?
0: Oh, no, I was just going to say what I was telling you earlier. Mm -hmm. Um, fibroids, well, you know, they're very, it's a, it's, it's run a high risk as a black woman as it is. Uh, but they run in my family. And, most women in my family have had them. My grandmother's had them. My mother had them. My aunt has had them. Um, and my mother had to have a hysterectomy at like 36. So I know that that's something that I personally have to, you know, cont- continue to watch and make sure that I keep a, keep a track of because that can get out of control really, really fast.
1: Yeah. Same here. My mom and all her sisters dealt with it as well. And I, I believe all of them have had, Hysterectomies at this point, yeah. um, so that is a that is a real thing. Um, the sixth health condition is sickle cell disease, um, and and then STDs, uh, and the last one is mental health issues. Black people are ten percent more likely to report experiencing serious psychological distress than white people, um, and that's a, a statistic according to the department um, that was published by the Department of Health and Human Services Office of Minority Health. I thought I that was interesting. That yeah, I was about to mm. say I thought that was interesting. Mm. <laughs> it's like because, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> mm. not funny, but like, really? But that's not, I'm like, y'all <laughs> no, was really surprised by that.
0: Just to laugh. Sometimes you just got to laugh because it's like, really, it's white
1: like, people with your reports. Exactly. Really. So
0: we're stre- we're stressed. We're stressed and we're bothered. I wonder why. Exactly.
1: <laughs> we're just going to leave that right there. We're just going to leave that right there. Um, <laughs> Black women are especially vulnerable to wrestling with their mental health, consistently reporting higher feelings of sadness, hopelessness, worthlessness, and the sense that everything is in effort. Um, everything is done in an effort than, than white women do. Black women are frequently... that I don't know. That was a quote. I don't know what they meant by that. The sense that everything... Yeah, I think that was a typo or I left out a word. I'm sorry. But black women are frequently the pillars of our community, taking care of everyone's health, but our own. Um, but it's very important for women to practice self-care and not forget about themselves when trying to be so strong. That was a, a quote from the self.com article, which I will make sure that that is linked in the description box. So um, that parallel really nicely with uh Tamara Winfrey Harris's, um, discussion of health in chapter seven, health, fat, sick, and crazy The discussion kind of broke down into the major themes. Um, the first one being a lack of attention to and proactivity about our own needs. Um, most often because we're preoccupied with the needs of others. So, right. you know, we're always running around here trying to save the world and fix everything and be perfect that we don't pay attention to the signals that our body send us. um, And and sometimes aren't even sending us where we don't, you know, take the care enough to do things like maintain, you know, regular, regular doctor's appointments and preventative. things. Yeah. Those things that that we should be doing to make sure that as we age, because I mean, it's just a fact of life that like, as you age and get older and get growner, your body is not (laughs) going to be able to do the things that it did when you were younger. So you know, oh, you Jesus. have to be, you have to be specially attuned to your body. And I think I'm definitely guilty of not paying attention to, uh, mm-hmm. and just kind of floating along and not realizing even this weekend, um, running around for Easter and, and, you know, all the things that I had to do at church and literally like realizing it was, it was, it was, I was at choir rehearsal on Saturday morning, leaving choir rehearsal at one o'clock, realizing that I hadn't had a meal um yeah exactly. that happens like, to me all the time um and then the same thing you know I couldn't sleep um Saturday night I had to be at church at like 6 45 in the morning after not sleeping like it was just so here it is after you know Sunday evening Sunday evening I'm feeling like I've been run over by trucks and do you think that I sat down no I didn't um so I think it's something that we we all can be guilty of you know, that just being so preoccupied with what we have to do that we're not listening, that we are not listening to our bodies. And when we don't do that, our body will do drastic things in order to get our attention.
0: Or you'll lose your mind. <laughs> uh, you know, you you will literally lose. I, when I was planning the wedding with the two year olds and we were basically we were already like living together, like we were already where we were. Um, I was going to work. During the day, going to bartend at night, recording (laughs) and planning the full wedding. And when I tell you one night in that club, I about lost my mind. I dropped an entire bus tub of wine glasses, threw that shit on the ground. And I was like, I'm done. I quit because a nigga could not take it anymore. I just literally could not take another second of anybody breathing in my direction. And that's not good. (laughs) You can't get to those points. Like you can't get to those points of getting ready to lose your mind and busting out on everybody because you're not taking care of yourself. It's just, it's not good for you. Those stress levels are not good for you. So.
1: And I think we, we should also make note of, you know, some of the structural and systemic issues that contribute to the health issues that we experience in our community. So, Mm -hmm. you know, Lack of health, lack of health, care, lack of information, lack of access to nutritious foods, like living in food deserts and things like that. There are mm-hmm. some of us who are limited in what we even have available to us when it comes to taking better care of ourselves. So um, it's not all our fault. Right. So there are things that we are responsible to do. But then, you know, in that we also have to acknowledge that there are some things that are, you know, structured, you know, things about our society that, you know, affects our communities, um, you know, negatively. And yeah as such, those of us who are not in those positions always have to be conscious and careful to look out for the people who we know may be in those positions. So that it often happens in the ways community services, volunteering, giving back, trying to be a part of solutions and, and not just witnessing problems. We're trying to do something about it to not only, you know, ensure the health of yourself um, and the people that you care about, but the health of others as well. Absolutely.
0: And I know lack of resources is a huge issue um, within our community. Like I, you know, I, I predominantly live in, in, and, and, and I live, I, I always live in predominantly black areas. And you notice that in those areas, especially with how much I pay attention to what I feed my family and what I feed myself the meat is halfway expired. The produce Mm -hmm. is not always the freshest. You know what I'm saying? And those are problems. And those are things that are not in your control. But there are other things that we can do to try to combat that um, and how we're shopping or where we're going or what have you. And so access is not always our friend, but there are ways that we can work around that. And so we want to try to utilize those resources as much as possible, whether it be uh, community co-ops. I know a lot of places in Brooklyn... Doing co-ops that don't cost very much and you get tons of fresh produce community gardens as well yeah community gardens like there are ways to work around some of those systems Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. in urban
1: areas there there, there are those of us who are trying to to take those steps to you know build an oasis (laughs) in the food deserts and making nutritious healthy um, affordable food available Um, so that people who need it can access it. Um, The same can be said also for information and proper health care. Also, given the insurance crisis that we're facing in this country, um, it's not always, you know, just not having access to health care, but quality health care is a big thing. Um, I did some research. Just even as we continue to to grow older, as I alluded to in the beginning of the segment, like we have to be... More attentive, so regular doctor visits is, is a big deal, um, and it's, and there are things that we should be asking our doctors or ensuring that our doctors do while at those visits that um, you know, just to make sure, like you you can't always just trust that the doctor. Now, now hardly ever trust the doctor. (laughs) Most of the time, you know, adulting is all about speaking up and asking questions and being as informed as possible. And if you're in a situation with a doctor who you do not feel is respecting your opinion or, um, you know, respecting your questions or being open to your, um, inquiries about your body, your health, the things that you're experiencing, then it's okay for you to find another doctor um, or, you know, get other opinions, see specialists, um, do whatever you have to do to get the information that you need. I got a DM uh, this weekend, this weekend from a young lady who has been experiencing some pain and discomfort. She's heard me talk about my RA and um, she asked me about my diagnosis and I made sure that I responded to her because I I can um, relate to this. I think a lot of us, because of the the internet and, and shows like Dr. Oz and you know things, you know you know the, the the different shows that we watch on TV that that are based on healthcare, hospitals mm-hmm. and things like mm-hmm. that. A lot of us feel YouTube. We got we feel like we have uh, degrees and can diagnose ourselves. WebMD <laughs> at WebMD Medical School. Web right. WebMD Medical School, all that. Um, we have to be very careful about that. Um, use the internet and those kind of things to verify or to clarify, but don't ever use it as your sole means or mechanism for figuring out what's going on with you. She thought that she may have had, you know, maybe dealing with RA based on some symptoms. And I'm just like, that's all well and fine if you're feeling some discomfort, but uh, she said she hadn't been able to get to the doctor yet. I was like, don't claim anything without, um, having, you know, a, a confirmed, sure diagnosis. And a lot of times mm-hmm. that happens through blood work or whatever other biopsies, whatever testing the, you know, the doctors has, have in place to rule out things. Cause really doctors are trained to kind of assess and, um, like they rule out, they they make decisions based on what they're able to rule out. So we can't go in there with our assumptions and thinking what what it might be, because you'll run yourself crazy uh, with that. So when you go to the doctor, be as informed as possible. As informed as as possible. Um, there are there are tons of resources on the internet. I was doing some some Google searching in preparation for this segment. There are checklists for doctors that you should be seeing in your 20s and doctors that you should be seeing, um, you know, in your 30s We all sh- and how often you should be seeing them. Like, for example, everybody should be going to a primary care physician at least once a year and getting a checkup mm-hmm. um, and making sure when you get that checkup that you're getting your blood work done um, and getting other screenings that you should have as, as you know, sp- specifically as a woman. So, you know, things like getting um, your pap smears, things like getting your blood gl- glucose levels checked, getting your cholesterol and blood pressure checked to combat, you know, that uh, stroke and heart disease um, and diabetes, you know, your blood gl- glucose levels, you should get those things checked. You should be going to the eye doctor because, you know. There's studies around Ooh. around like glaucoma and things kind of starting to surface as we get older. You should be getting your dental cleanings at least once a year, but more like every six months because the older you get, you know your teeth are often the first things to go, ladies. <laughs> and you don't want to well, be out oh here God. with your grill undone. So um, really don't. Like a British person, <laughs> so <we're> just, <laughs> that's not we have you to want. be really intentional about these kinds of things, and it's important, and we can't put it off, um, and we can't, you know, what I'm saying we're spending money on bags and shoes, and you know, we have to take care of our bodies; otherwise, we won't have any. Right. You know, our shoes will be sitting here while we're in wheelchairs and <laughs> hospital beds because we have not done due due due, due diligence. We have to do things in order. Go to the doctor, ask yes. questions, um, verify, go to specialists, and I, you know, use the benefits that you have if you have them. If you have health insurance, you should be going yes. to your doctors regularly. You should be taking full advantage of all your benefits um packages. And this is especially um critical for us as black women because we leave a lot on the table. Um, in the book Tamara Harris Perry was talking about how black women usually have—we always got millions of sick days because we refu- we be having all kinds of diseases going to work, stressed and tired and hurting and aching. And if you look in our HR file, we got about two hundred thousand sick days. It's like, what's well, sis, Why you not? Right. Why you not taking care of yourself? And when I read it, I was triggered. I was like, guilty as charged, guilty, 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 guilty. So it's just important that we we get out there and do what we got to do to make this. To, to make sure that we are, you know, continuing to get groaner and groaner. Because, <laughs> yeah. Absolutely.
0: you got, and, and, and like Kia said, you have to use your resources. Take it from me. I was pregnant on Medicaid. I was pregnant on Medicaid and I had to do a ton of research myself. We were poor, poor, poor when I was pregnant. We were on Medicaid and food stamps. And I had to try to use every single resource that I could find in order to make sure that I took care of my, my health and took care of my baby. And so you have the resources out there. Like, they're definitely out there. It's just a matter of figuring out what those are, uh, processes and steps. And if that means that you have to ask questions and find people who know what they're talking about, or you have to do extra research, then you have to do that. But maintaining our health is key.
1: Um, for sure. Absolutely. We have to do it like without question, because honestly, you know, people are dying and I don't want to get all morbid and weird right now. But there are people who are dying younger and younger. And this is an issue that's happening, mm-hmm. especially with black women. You read stories all the time of black women, you know, passing away during childbirth or like their childbirth, revealing other health com- complications that they had and weren't aware of until the pregnancy. And then as a result, you know, they lose their lives. And I don't, I'm not saying that that was their fault or anything like that, but I'm just saying that we hear these stories. You don't have to be old to die anymore. That's just the bottom line. No. Um, and we just should do the things that, that we won't be able to avoid. Um, unfortunately, the, many of us, self-included, have to deal with health conditions that we never really wanted, but we have them. Mm-hmm. Um And you don't want something like a health scare or a death in your family or another, you know, serious prognosis or diagnosis in your family to wake you up um, or trigger you into being more proactive about your health when you could be making better choices um, on your own.
0: Now, I want to I want to switch a little bit um, because all of that is super gold and key and we want to make sure to take note of it and heed. Uh, I feel like you are talking directly (laughs) to me. (laughs) Like, girl, go to the doctor. Girl, your eyes are bad, Go get them checked. (laughs) But so I appreciate that. But I wanted to flip the script a little bit because um, in the book under the, I don't know what you want to call it, carrying the weight on page Mm -hmm. 107, Um, It talks about Boris Kojo And I think we Mm -hmm. mentioned it before About his unsolicited opinions About black women and their health and diabetes um, Which is why we we talk about All of the preventative measures That we need to take But we don't want to also Perpetuate the the narrative That black women don't take care of themselves At all Because we have Erica Nicole Kendall uh, Who was mentioned in the book She's the founder of the website A Black Girl's Guide to Weight Loss who said that all of these jokes and things that like Kojo said that evoke the image of a chicken eating Mammy Jezebel and blaming Black women's rate of obesity solely on laziness and a lack of willpower Mm -hmm. burns her toast. (laughs) She said it really burns her toast. And we know that there are a lot of Black girls out there who are focusing on um, not necessarily weight loss, but just healthy journeys that will help you uh, physically mentally emotionally um you have jessamine who focuses on uh who focuses on yoga you know what i'm saying and i love her because she is a plus-size black woman not necessarily in the standard of what america finds beautiful i find her beautiful but not what america right. finds beautiful but she's showing you and 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 going completely against that that narrative by saying hey look I'm a black woman. I'm a plus size black woman, but I'm flexible as hell. I'm about to split <laughs> on you, hoes. <laughs> and I have my health, my wealth, my prosperity. Like she's a dope
1: example, and I know we yeah, have there's a ton so of those many people. Out there. There's black women's health is even almost an industry now in and of itself. I mean, if you search Instagram, you'll find Absolutely. loads of black women who are physical trainers and nutritionists and coaches who are specializing. So I, I think that the resources are out there and they're being made available to us. And this, like, I'm glad you raised that point because this is not to say we don't want to perpetuate the, the idea that black women are not taking care of no, themselves, really. but I, I guess we just do, we do want to, um, you know, add to the, um, conversation, the the conversation that, it, that mm-hmm. exists, um, on the internet and in social media spaces, real. you know, and just kind of saying, because sometimes we just got to talk about it. Like, you know, I mean, sis, have you made your appointment for your annual at the gyno? Like, have you, have you done it? Have you gone? <laughs> like, when's your next dentist appointment? I mean, and this is like self-included, like next week, I'm going to make it a priority that this week I'm going to get my calendar out and I'm going to, to make my appointments. I know I, I, I'm going to make my Same. appointments. I'm going to make, I know that I have a checkup. My last checkup was, in August. So I need to do that one around, um, the summertime, but you know, as far as, you know, my pap smear and all those other things, I know that I need to get that done and I'm going to make a commitment. Maybe we should have a challenge. Let's all make a commitment this month before April is out. We're going to make our appointments to the doctor, um, to just, you know, get checked out, get everything that we just make sure that we're all in working and functioning order. And if not, they we're, we're going to take the steps that are necessary to get back in work and function in order. By next week,
0: I will report to you all every appointment that I have made because I I'm going to tell you all and hold myself accountable. I literally have to do everything. It's a bet. Right <laughs> it's a bet. I literally owe myself. I ha- I am due for a pap. I'm due for a physical exam. I'm due for. Baby, I'm about twenty years <laughs> past an eye exam. Okay. <laughs> like, poor things are hanging on for dear life. So I'm going to make all my appointments, and by next week I will report to you all the date of each and every appointment
1: to hold myself and yourself. Um, absolutely, I'm going to join you. Um, before we wrap this conversation, yes, I'm, I'm not going to conclude. I mean, I'm going to conclude with this, and not to um, to say that. Okay, I'm gonna just talk about it very briefly. I know that we need to have another episode where we get into it um, more, in more detail, with more depth. But I think mm-hmm. that um, we don't want to, with this focus on health and our physical body and our our physical bodies and the health of our our, our bodies, we cannot neglect, um, you know, mental health and mental health care um, as well. Mm-hmm. It's very important Absolutely. that as just like we're checking in and making sure that our hearts and, and, and other organs are fully functioning. It's very critical that we do that same work for our minds and our spirits. So, like I said, we're going to have You're another episode soon where we get into that mental health checkup space in greater depth, but um, we yeah. didn't, we, we couldn't have, right. It and we could not so have a, an, um, an episode where we focus on black women's health and black women's health issues and not talk about mental health, um, mental health awareness. Um, because that is something that we as a community have not talked about out loud for a long time. And it's time out for that. True indeed. So I think they're going to wrap up the kitchen table right there, but you know, before we do that, we want to thank you all, everyone for participating in the first uh, book, discussions for our the first month of our getting grown yes. book club um we actually caught the attention of the author of the sisters the sisters are all right tamara um hey tamara uh, winfrey harris reached out to jade and i via email and she sent us a really good a really cute email she says so when a couple folks messaged me with a link to the getting grown podcast i was thrilled because a cool new black cast to listen to and B, oh my god they are totally discussing my book thank you so much for signaling signal boosting my work and for your very real and thoughtful discussion i'm loving listening to it i can never get enough of black women talking about and to and about us um she also yeah she also reached out to us on facebook but she wanted to send an email just to follow up so we wanted to thank you so much uh samara we were honored that the, your book was chosen for our first, uh, you know, our first, the first month of our book club. Um, I think it, it I mean, it was an awesome read and I definitely learned a lot, uh, gained a lot of new perspective and it inspired me to, you know, think about things differently. Um, so thank you for your work. Tamara was also nice enough to offer um, one of our listeners a signed book. Um, she's going to drop that in the mail and also an audio book, a CD of an audiobook. So Jade and I are going to think of yes. a way to determine a winner because we didn't do that <laughs> before the show. Yes. But, no, um, we did not. <laughs> by next week. Or maybe I'll do some sort of post on Twitter or social media this uh, this week. Um, and we'll do a giveaway. If you want a signed copy of Tamara Winfrey Harris's book, uh, leave a comment, send us a tweet, and we'll, you know, get them all together. Maybe we'll just, like, you know use a random number generator and just pick a winner based on the ones that we receive. Um, so yeah.
0: Yeah. Okay. So please do that. Please do that. Strong suit. And I want to close out if I may. Oh, bet. Yes. With a couple of lines from the epilogue, um, that I thought would be great to close out the entire discussion. Um, they don't even need any conversation. They just are what they are. As much as I want to just be, I actually am far stronger than most. I love that about us. We are all right because we recognize our worth as individuals and appreciate the knowledge that brought us into that space. What is wrong with Black women? Simple answer. Not a damn thing. So, thank you so much, um, Tamara Winfrey-Harris, for letting us discuss your book and not suing us for anything or... And offering us a signed coffee for our readers. And it was a dope, dope, dope read. And I'm super excited to to kick off the book club and to continue on.
1: Ow! Good times. Okay. okay Let's move on to the uh, honesty beasy.
0: Today's episode is also brought to you by Tomboy X. It's time to stop wearing underwear that doesn't make you feel confident. Underwear with more frills than function. Underwear your mom got you to fim you up. It's time to wear underwear that's made to fit you and how you see yourself. Tomboy X. Tomboy X has everything from bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, and boy shorts to soft bras and racerback bras. All in everyday basic colors and fun seasonal prints. All with options from extra small to 4X. Regardless of where you fall on the size or gender spectrum, Tomboy X offers amazing underwear that anybody can feel comfortable in. So I got my Tomboy X stuff. I got some active shorts. I got some boxer briefs because everybody knows I love me a boxer brief. I got a t-shirt and a Rise Up beanie. So I'm super excited about all of mine. I wore my drawers the other day and let me tell you, they were everything and more. No wedgies, no nothing. Go to TomboyX.com forward slash grown and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. Getting Grown listeners will get an extra 15% off with the code G-R-O-W-N. Again, just use the code GROWN for an extra 15% off. Ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to TomboyX.com forward slash GROWN. Honestly. Truly. Honesty box time. Okay. Hello, ladies. I first want to say I really love listening to your podcast. The energy you two give me. Make it through the work week is priceless. Thank you so much. This question is for Jade. I want to remain anonymous and since it's related to bartending, you can call me Tipsy TT. LOL, right. lame I know. Tipsy <laughs> TT. As long as you know. <laughs> Let me I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Hi Jade, I'm in my late 20s, very late as in pushing Thank you for greeting Kia as well. Very late <laughs> as in pushing 30 in about 8 months. <laughs> and I'm at a point in my life where I'm tasting a lot of things to find out what my interests truly are. With that being said, I'm about to take a course to become a certified bartender. I think I'll enjoy the atmosphere and I hear bartenders are in high demand. The only thing is I don't drink alcohol at all. However, I am a social butterfly and very much a people's person. Based on your experience, have you ever encountered a successful bartender who doesn't drink at all? Also, what attitude or approach should I have entering the bartending field? And how do you handle folks who may get a little too drunk and start getting a little rude? Any advice would help. Thanks in advance. Sincerely, a struggling artist and adult, a.k.a. Tipsy T.T. Tipsy T.T. <laughs> you better give her a song. It sound like um, um, the um, adventures of Tipsy T.T. Yeah. <laughs> like a- That's what this is about to be. <laughs> That's exactly what this is about to be because bartending is an adventure. Um, I have so many fun and not fun stories during bartending. Probably what's the craziest thing that's ever happened to me? I don't know. This nigga walked in. He was from like Dubai or something. Like I'm not like he really was from Dubai or something. I think he that's what he said. He walked in with no shoes. <laughs> and so he sits at the bar and I'm like, bruh, you gotta put your shoes on if you're gonna sit here and order a drink. And he was like, Who said I have to wear shoes? No shoes, no sir. And I was like, New York State right. law, put your no shoes, shoes on. No service, like, sir. No, no service sense. so he finally puts his shoes on he starts talking about how he's a prince and all kinds of things about how they don't how they don't put ice in their oh, drinks fair. and how he can drink. i mean just obnoxious and then where he topped the night is where he pulled out a little baggie and proceeded to snort a couple lines off of my what
1: <laughs>
0: yes I lost it at that point because I was already sick of this nigger. <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you a fun thing about bartending. You can pretty much say whatever you want. Um, it's not, you don't have to be as diplomatic as the servers. You probably should not take my advice in that. But, I, tell, you know, he snorted a couple lines off the bar and I was like, bruh! Go to the bathroom like a normal person. (laughs) What are you doing? Like, what are you doing? There are cameras in here. This is an establishment. So we ended up getting into it, but that's probably the rowdiest person that I've had. How I would handle that situation is just to get management and get somebody else to come kick this nigga out of my bar. Um, As far as you being a bartender who doesn't drink, that is going to pose a challenge. Not saying that you have to, like, get faced at every single shift that you drink or anything like that but you do have to taste your cocktails you don't want to go into bartending with the mentality that you about to make a bunch of long islands and rum and cokes and then that's what it is like you have to take you, you want to you want this is your craft so you want to get into it you want to make sure that you're doing it properly and i find that to be a little bit difficult if you don't drink at all so i'm not sure what your reasoning is if it's religious or if it's just a personal, just a personal thing, or if you just don't drink, you don't like to taste the liquor, but, um, that might pose a bit of a challenge. So that's something that you might want to think about. So that's about all I got tonight. I'm, I feel like I've talked enough. I'm sorry.
1: You, she wasn't even talking to
0: me. She didn't even say hi. She did. She said hi. Oh, she did. I'm sorry, she girl. Did. That's why I said thank you for saying hi to Kia. I appreciate it. That's right, TT. I'm sorry, girl. You have manners. Better be Motherless. I mean, motherful. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> but I hope that helped a little bit. If you want to email me and ask me a couple more questions, um, I'll be definitely open to answering um, and helping you out as much as I possibly can. Uh, make sure you are continuing to send your honesty box questions to gettinggrownpodcast at gmail.com. We're doing our best to try to get to as many as we can. Um, but we definitely love hearing from you guys. So thank you for writing in and make sure you guys continue to send those. And I want to be very responsible of the things I say to my
1: sister, because everybody know I can be real petty. P-E to the T-T-Y, honey. honey.
0: Time for the petty pee.
1: Ooh, give me some jams. What you having me? I was just humming random things. It wasn't even a real song.
0: That's why I love black people because we can make up songs on the spot. (laughs) Um, What's my petty peeve this week? My petty peeve this week is for restaurants. If you know that your food quality is shit, don't serve it so that I don't (laughs) have to go through seamless customer service to get a full refund because you decided that you was gonna put some slop in a bowl and send it to me so I ordered some Chinese food for lunch right mm-hmm. now I have a like I go through my seam list I check ratings I check reviews and then I cross-reference with Google to see what their reviews are over there You are you got- serious about it. Because I can't be playing around with my food. And if you have four and a half stars on Seamless, but you got three stars on Google, that's going to be a no. So you got to cross-reference. But anyway, this Chinese restaurant, I wanted some lo mein. I, I just had a hankering for some lo mein. They delivered this lo mein to me that as soon as you took the top off, reeked of freezer burn. What? I don't know if the meat was freezer burn that had to be the only logical thing but it was, was it awful i don't understand how cooked no. food can
1: have freezer burn on it no
0: it it didn't have it like it smelled like like it smelled like freezer and which just led me to believe that it was some old meat that they defrosted but uh, i was very upset so I-, I literally took one bite and then i went to take i was like something's off and i went to take another one and i said oh this is funky Oh, this stinks. So then I made my coworkers smell it. And she was like, oh, no, that don't smell right. And I I couldn't go forward. And I'm, I had to go through a whole process. I have to wait. And on top of that, they had an expensive, like, delivery minimum. So I had to order all this shit. And then they wanted me to send the food back. They were like, we're going to send a delivery man to come pick it up. Well, what are y'all going to do? Are you going to serve it to somebody else? <laughs> Probably. Filthy. Oh, God. So... That's my petty peeve this week. I'm super irritated with the Fortune House in Brooklyn, who delivered me that nasty ass low mein and the the most tasteless hot and sour soup I've ever had in my life. There wasn't nothing hot or sour my about God. it. Call them out. Anyway, what's yours?
1: <laughs> I would like to have. I would like to speak directly to the people of of America who ride public transportation and wear backpacks and lack backpack awareness. Oh, that you understand that, you know, you have to have awareness. You have to be aware of your body and how it how it moves within a space. And most yeah. especially if your movement is infringing upon somebody else's personal space. So when you wear a backpack, I wear a backpack on the train. Same. You have to realize that your backpack becomes a part of you. So if your backpack keeps hitting me, that's like you hitting me. And I'm only going. I'm not going to allow you to hit me. But so many times before I hit you back. So my petty peeve is for yeah. people who don't. You know, and it's like they're. You know how when we were kids and we had mad books we had to carry for school, and your backpack yeah. would just be like this mammoth thing on your back. And yeah, you
0: look like a just natural.
1: ridiculous, right? But I'm talking about yeah. grown adults who have these huge yeah. backs on their uh, bags on their back backs on their backs. And then, (laughs) and then just moving through the train, like they don't have a a huge bag on their back. Just bumping into everybody. Just every time you turn around, you just having casual conversation with whoever you're with, with your travel companion. And you, meanwhile, back at the ranch, you bumping people's shoulders and knocking over cups of coffee and small children and bumping into people's pregnant bellies with your big old bag on your back. There was a little Asian lady on the Metro here recently. And she came through, bumping through the Metro, eight in the morning. So, you know, it's packed. She got this big bag on her back and she literally knocked everybody who she passed. And I, she knocked mm. the wrong person one too many times and got shoulder checked and ended up on the floor. And I, why? Because she lacked mm. backpack awareness. You've got to have awareness. See? I'm here to tell you. And if you don't, people will make you This aware- is what I'm saying. <laughs> this is all I'm saying. OK, there's a little
0: handle at the top of there your you backpack go. When you... that is for when you take it off,
1: you hold it down at your side. That way you can see it and you can know when it's touching somebody, when it's on you on your back. Maybe you're not aware that it's actually touching another person. But as soon as I get on the train, especially if I have to stand or move through a group of people, I take my backpack off and I hold it by that handle or I switch it around to the front of me where I can you know use my arm to buffer it or however but you can't just be out here hitting people with your bag so you're gonna get hit back that's just the bottom line
0: why because you are a considerate person sis
1: I really try to be I really try to be
0: you know what I have another (laughs) petty pee. I'm sorry I am like the reason I get so let me explain to y'all the reason I get so viscerally angry in public Is because I really strive, and I feel like I've said this a million times and I'll say it a million more. I strive to be a considerate and decent person in society. I really, really do. I don't walk around with a sense of entitlement that that people, like I deserve for people to treat me a certain way. I don't move like that. So when people are inconsiderate, it drives me to a level of insanity. Today, we pull up on a cab driver in a parking Mm -hmm. spot. He's sitting in the car. So we're looking for parking. We're trying not to park in the garage because it's $30. And so I rolled the window down. I said, excuse me, are you waiting for somebody or are you parked? He said, I'm waiting for somebody. I said, do you mind moving up so we can get in that parking spot? This is not a parking spot. Yes, it is. Okay. So now you're trying to tell me something. You're not right. So I'm like, yes, it is a parking spot, actually. And it would be really great if you could move up and wait. Further up so that we can get into the actual parking spot because we'd like to park for the next several hours. He's going to tell me no. No, I cannot move the car. I said, if you just go sit over there by that hydrant or that open space, you can wait for them right there. It's just as convenient. I'll get a ticket. No you won't get a ticket. Like what are all these wrong facts that you keep spewing out of your face? So I'm like, "No, you're not going to get a ticket. You're sitting in the car. Can we please have the parking spot?" "No, I'm not going to move." I was like, "You know what? I hope something terrible happens to you <laughs> oh today." Fuck God. you. I rolled the
1: window up. <laughs> oh and I tried
0: God. I didn't throw anything today. <laughs> I didn't throw anything. And I did and my coworker was like, "Well, you approached him in a polite way. Like you were very nice." And you know he was being a dickhead and i'm like i know so that is so that for me is a petty peeve or a huge peeve should i say people who are inconsiderate of other human beings and just don't use common sense and how they move because society can move so much smoother if your dumbass would just go sit by a hydrant
1: go off and on that note, ladies and gentlemen, we want to thank you for listening to episode 54 of Getting Grown with Jade and Kia, where we talk about all things adulting, the good, the bad, the ugly, the tests, the trials, the twists, the turns, the temptations, and the taxes Taxes of being an adult in the year of our Lord 2018. Um, like Jade said, we yeah. thank you guys so much for supporting the show. Continue to send your emails, tweets. Facebook comments, Instagram comments, all of our social media handles are always in the description box. Y'all know how to reach us. Continue to keep the conversation going. Everybody make sure that you get started on an American marriage by Tayari Jones for next month. Um if you're if you want to participate in our ticket giveaway for the um live show, remember our question. Um send your response to our question to the Getting Grown email. And we will pick a winner and announce it. When we announce it, sis. When are going to announce it? Uh, next week. Because the show is next week. <laughs> huh? well, there you have it. There you have it, ladies and gents. Um, I think that's it, sis. Anything else? Nope. Just in the meantime, since
0: this is an episode of Taking Care of Ourselves, we want to make sure that we are drinking our water first and foremost hmm. Minding our business. hmm. And moisturizing, because that's self care. Because why, sis? Because your black will crack if it's dry. Later, nigga! Bye. Bye! Thanks again to Everly Well for supporting this week's show. Finding the time to get a lab test is almost impossible, but now it's easy to order the test you want at everlywell.com. Everly Well is an at home health testing company that offers a variety of physician reviewed private tests. From food sensitivity to metabolism to thyroid. No more sitting in waiting rooms or waiting on your results. Head to everlywell.com and use promo code G-R-O-W-N to take 15% off your first order. Everlywell, your test on your time and on your terms. Through good
1: times and bad times,
0: knowing you can Always count. No, it's I'll be on your side. Oh, yeah. You just both yes. it's,
1: it's okay. It's okay. You're right. I'll be on your side forevermore. Forevermore. That's what friends are for. <laughs> I remember when, when he, I always love how Gladys comes in. <laughs> Gladys can't do no wrong. Keep shining. Come yes, on Gladys. Yes, yes. <laughs> no, you can't always count on me. Sing Gladys. Gladys. Oh, for sure. <laughs> Gladys' runs are legendary. Why do you sound just like <laughs> Because I've always wanted to be Gladys Knight. Woo! They say, Gladys, you know you are too hard. Gladys is, oh my gosh. She's Love not there. The- yes. <laughs> She's right there under under Patty. Like, she
0: is. Woo! She is. Like, those are the aunties. Patty, Gladys, and Anita. Like, that's like a little... Oh,
1: that's man. That's a collective
0: for me. That's a collective. But
1: anyway. I got to see Gladys live. Okay. All okay. right. I'm going to start. Um. I, we're, I can't even tell Ty not to put that in because he's disrespectful. He probably going to do it anyway. He don't listen to me. We know you, Ty. Hey, hey.